Hey, 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 it's your girl back again with another segment of Pretty Women Pray Too. I hope you ladies have been praying, fasting, drawing closer to God, letting him deliver you from things that you have no clue that were in you. God is able. And what's on the mind of God today is being a, a hypocrite. Being a hypocrite. And, and and a lot of people think it's okay to be a hypocrite. I used to think it was okay to be a hypocrite. Oh, I could sin and then next thing you know, I could ask for forgiveness, then sin again, then try to tell somebody that something was wrong or frowned upon something that I was doing myself. How hypocritical is that? How could you try to... to Tell somebody something is wrong when you're doing the very same exact thing. How could you try to to, to look like you are holy when you are really not holy? How could you you even try to, 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 to work the works of God if you do not want to to be obedient to the commands of God? And and, and, and and a lot of times we live in, in a in a world where they think that it's okay to preach, it's okay to teach, it's okay to work the altar, it's okay to pray for people when they are full of demons, when they are demonic, when they are possessed. They think it's okay. See, see. We, we living in a time and an age where everybody could preach. Everybody could teach. Everybody could do the things of God. But, but the Bible tells us that, that, that if one is it's like running a race, that you only could win a race if, if you run lawfully. If you strive lawfully, you cannot just say, I'm going to do this thing my way. Because guess what? You're going to be that one that's going to say, Lord, Lord, I did this in your name and I did that in your name. And then he's going to say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, I never do you. Who? Hush. Who? Hush. Just like, like what I begin to think about, about the, the, the king, King Saul, how when God gave him a commandment to kill the Amalekites and, 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 and King Saul He did what he wanted to do. He destroyed the Amalekites, but he kept back possessions for himself because he thought that that, that he knew better than what God knew. He thought that he could do what what he wanted to do. You, you, You see what I said? We cannot serve God any old type of way. We cannot parade any old type of way. See, see, either we're going to do it God's way or we're not going to do it no way at all. Because you're, because guess what? God said that these things will follow them who believe. That will cast out demons. That will lay head on the sick. Those things shall follow them. So, so, so what, do, so what do we do? We got a church service at the church service and there's no deliverance. Why? Because the service who so claims supposed to be working for God or caught in fornication or caught in adultery or, or caught using or store drugs. And, and, and I'm not here to condemn anybody. I, I'm, I'm not here to, to condemn anybody. 
Because because I am here because I have to first look, look at my life, examine my life to see if I am in the faith. And, and, and when you become a certain age, immaturity in Christ, a, a certain age physically as well as spiritually because we have to mature in the things of God. You cannot just live your life any old kind of way and think God is obligated to bless you. Because the wages of sin is death. And the and the gift of God is eternal life. But in order for us to receive the gift of God, we have to receive Christ. We have to put on Christ. And by put on Christ, you have to put on his word and walk in obedience. And walk in obedience. There are so many Christians who are possessed by demons and they don't even know it. There are so many demons who are, I mean, so many Christians who is practicing witchcraft and they don't even know it. And they don't even know it. A lot of us, we want to run to our destiny or run to our ministry full of demons trying to deliver somebody. But, 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 but we're just attracting them to join our folly. See, this, this is how the enemy works. See, and, and I have experienced this in my own life. When you know that you have a call on your life, but you're not disciplined in the things of God and you just throw yourself out there in the world, not being led by the Holy Spirit, but being led by emotions and being led by flesh, you begin to walk in your calling undisciplined. And then what do you do? You, you, you bring on a lot of people and then you begin to destroy their lives because you was undisciplined. You don't even have a prayer life. You don't even, you don't even fast. You can't even push back the play. You're not even seeking God's face. But the first thing you want to do, you want to go and try to pull other women to try to strengthen them when you're broken and when you're weak. And the only thing that you're doing is, is you're, you're, you're breaking them down even the more. Because if the enemy has a foothold to you or, or if he still has an open door into your life, you're going to think that you can work your ministry any old type of way. And then that gives the enemy access not only to continue to destroy your life, but it gives the enemy access to destroy the other people who God has placed in your life. That's why, that's why the Bible tells us that we have to make our calling and our election sure. And I'm here to tell you that you cannot serve God living in sin. You cannot serve God with an undisciplined life. You cannot serve God for the cane last night and just had an abortion. Then you behind the pulpit. You cannot serve God any old type of way. Because it will cost you. It will cost you. If you ask King Saul if he was able to speak today, it will cost you. And, 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 and I could hear King Saul saying, it will cost you sort of speak. Your disobedience will cost you everything. 
Your disobedience will cause you to get rejected. God said that if you abide in me, I abide in you, which is my word. Then you can ask for whatever it is you want and I will give it to you. The reason why sometimes our prayers are not being answered is because we are abiding in sin. We are abiding in witchcraft. We are abiding in fornication. We are abiding abiding in lust and adultery and all these things. And we thinking it's okay. Is God's spirit even within us? Is God's spirit even around us? How could God's spirit rest in a filthy and dirty body? How? How? Because once the Holy Spirit comes upon you, then you will be converted. Then that thing, that sin, you don't want it anymore. See, the power of the Holy Spirit, it it has the power to destroy the works of the enemy in your life. In this time and in this day and age, we think that we can get away with murder. We think that since we didn't confess the name of Jesus, that, that, that the wages of sin is not death. We think that we can go and steal something and the police won't be at our door. We think we can murder and nothing's going to happen. We think, but only thing that we're, we're, we're representing to the world is, is, is on how to be a hypocrite. That is what we're showing the world today. The reason why your children are not saved. The reason why your husband is not saved. The reason why your sister or your brother is not saved. Because you who know their God will not really turn to him. With repenting. With crying. You will not seek God's face. Only thing you want to do is seek the hand of God. Seek the blessings of God. But you don't really want to serve God. You just want the fame and the glory and the glamour. You don't really want to serve God. You don't really care about souls. Because if you did care about anybody's soul, the first soul that you will care about is your own. It's your own soul. It's your own salvation. When the Bible tells us uh, that we need to work out our own soul salvation with fear and trembling, we don't care. We don't care about our mama dying and going to hell. We don't care about our, our family dying and going to hell or, 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 or cancer taking about. We don't even really believe that God is a healer. Why? Because only thing we do, we see people at the hospitals dying from cancer. And only thing we say is, oh, well, we don't even really know why God. We don't even we have not even really tapped into the power of God like we should why because we're living a disobedient life why because we're sensual why because we just want to heap up things that feel good we want teachers that's going to give us things and make our ears itch that's what we want we don't want nobody telling us the truth we don't want to live a disciplined and structured life. We don't want to fast. We don't want to pray. We don't want to walk in obedience. We want to wear what we want to wear. We want to do what we want to do. We want to go where we want to go. We want to sleep with who we want to sleep. We want to marry who we want to marry. We want to bear children with who we want to bear children with. We don't even care about the things of God. We think that this is some fancy dance or or, 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 or a beauty pageant or whatever you want to call it. But we really not care about souls. It is our. People are lost on their way to a burning hell. And what we want to preach and tell people that hell is not real. 
We want, we want to tell people that no hell is not real. Demons are not real. The devil is not real. We, people are lost without a cause. And what we want to do every day, we want to go to work. As long as we get our paycheck uh, and long as we're able to pay our bills. Uh, but you just don't understand that this life is temporary. That everybody got a date to beat the baker. Everybody got to go somewhere to live after this. This is not, it's not over. This is not the end. You still have to be prepared. You still have to prepare to see your baker. But we want to live a hypocritical world. We want, we want, we want to live a, a lie. We want to live in this hypocritical world. We want to, we want to blend in. We want to blend in. But I never seen a blended in God. I never seen God blend in with anybody. I never seen God try to blend in with the devil. I never seen God try to blend in with anything unholy. So, so if God said he is holy and we have to be holy, why are we blending in? Why are we blending in? And I'm not talking about blending in forth as the way you look or the way you wear your hair. But I'm talking about blending in with obedience and disobedience. Either you're for God or either you're against them. Either you're rebellious or either you're obedient. There's no middle ground. He said, either you be lukewarm or either you hot or cold. Lukewarm, I will spew you out of my mouth. How are we serving God? Living any old kind of way. Living any old kind of way. We're not destroyed because God loves us. And it's not his will that any man should perish, but that we all come to repentance. It is found in the book of Luke. In the book of Luke, chapter 22. And we're just going to start at verse 31. And this is where Peter begins to be hypocritical. And, 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 and being a hypocrite, you all, always, all of a sudden, you, you sometimes you don't know that you're being a hypocrite. But the spirit behind Peter is a hypocritical spirit because all the times we don't know what's in us. It had to take God to tell Peter what was in him because Peter didn't know. At that moment, Peter thought that he knew something. But the Bible tells us, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan had desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee, that your faith fail not. And when you are converted, strengthen your brethren. And when you are converted, strengthen your brethren. And I just want to want to stop right there for a moment before we go further down the text. Jesus already told Peter that the enemy desires to sift you as sweet. The enemy desires to destroy your life. But he said, take heed, I pray for you. So, so after this, after this episode, after I deliver you, after you go through what you're going through and I deliver you, then you go back to strengthen your burden after you are converted. See, how are you going to strengthen somebody when you are weak? 
It's impossible. How can you deliver somebody from fornication when you just got done from fornicating last night? That's impossible. How can you take somebody or give somebody a ride when you don't have no car? It's impossible. That is a spirit of a hypocrite to try to work the works of God and they are demonized. They are disobedient. That, that, that becomes, that, that, that will, being rebellious, being a hypocrite will open you up for the, for death, for devils to consume your life with witchcraft, with witchcraft, because people all the time think that witchcraft is a spoken curse over your life. Somebody praying over some food and then sacrificed it to idols and giving it to you. Witchcraft is not all the time in that type of form. Witchcraft is not all the time in a form that looks obvious like magic and talking to the dead and seeing spirits and things of that nature. That, 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 that's a form of witchcraft, but the root of witchcraft is disobedience. The roots of witchcraft is disobedience. After God told you this way, and then you do it another way. And that's what happened with Saul, King Saul. He was disobedient. God told him to do it this way, and he did it half-heartedly. He did it the way he wanted to do it. He did it the way that he seemed fit to do it. And, and that's what happens. When God tells us to, 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 to don't fornicate. Oh, well, I'll just do this little sexual act. I didn't do it. No, 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 no. God said, flee fornication. God said, leave it alone. Leave that man alone. Don't touch that woman. Flee from being a lesbian. Flee homosexuality. God said it that way. And yet and still we find it in our heart to do the things that we want to do. We begin to please the flesh. We begin to walk in the flesh and not in the spirit and wonder why we are cursed. Wonder why doors won't open for us. Wonder why we're just stuck. Because we're not living unto the Lord. We're living into the flesh. But he said, when you are converted, strengthen your brethren. So, so how many times, how, how many times have you tried to go and even tell your children to do something and they don't do it? Because you're not even being an example. You're telling your kids, you telling your kids to, 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 to don't talk to this person and don't let this happen. And, and you're just laying with any old type of man. They see you with five men a day. They see you doing this. They see you smoking and drinking and cussing and fussing. And you tell them to try to live a, a decent life. That's being a hypocrite. Because kids don't, don't do what, what, what they hear. They do what they see. They do what they see. And oftentimes we, we are the blame for why our children went down the wrong road. 98% of the time we are the blame because uh, it starts in the home. It starts in the home. What are your children seeing? We can stop them from, from making bad decisions. Uh, but, but have you did your part? Have you prayed? Have you fasted? Have you, have you woke up and, and led a good example for your children? We have to be very cautious not to be a hypocrite in front of our children. And, and, and a lot of times we all fall short of that. But, but this is a call to get things right. 
This is a call to really put on Christ. This is a call to stop playing the victim and become the victor. This is a call to get in Christ like never before because no man knows the day nor the hour. We're so consumed and caught up in today's events or or, or what we're wearing or what's going on and I'm here to tell you girlfriend yes be pretty and prayed up as well because guess what he'll be back within a week of a die as quick as you could blink your eye are you ready as quick as you could blink your eye or are you ready just like you're prepared to be ready for that day you you don't know you the man tell you to be ready at seven but, 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 and, and he there, and, and you, you ready at, at 730, and, and got the bed waiting outside, or, 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 or whatever. Will you be ready when Jesus returns? Will you have your house in order? What is in your house? Is fornication in your house? Is disobedience in your house? Is jealousy in your house? Is envy, is witchcraft in your house? Is drunkenness in your house? Are you spending time in prayer talking to God? Because we are living in the last days. I have seen some things up up under the sun. and, and, And I know that there is a God. And I know that God is real. And just like I'm telling you, I have to keep my house in order. I have to keep myself in order. I, I, I'm on a process. I'm doing a process too. I'm getting delivered. I'm getting cleansed. And, and, and then I, I'm learning from my mistakes. I have learned. And, and if God have called you to the ministry, make sure you're ready. It's not about, it's not about preaching your best sermon. It's not about wearing your best dress. It's not about wearing the fanciest hairstyle. It's really not about your nails being really pretty. But I'm here to tell you, your heart got to be perfected. Your mind got to be on Christ and the things of heaven and not of this world. Are you ready? Are you ready? So many times we rush out there and not knowing that, 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 that ministry serving God is the highest call that anyone could ever have serve in it's the highest call you know we think you know that the world is 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 serving the um veterans and 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 all these things and putting people on a pedestal you know i work in the nursing field and and i see people dying i see people losing their lives and i see and i see some of the workers not even caring about the 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 the, the well-being of the patients and, and, and I begin to think and wonder like, are we living like that in the spirit realm? If God have called you to minister, are you just like the lazy nurse at your job? Are you just, are you just like that CNA or that A or that healthcare worker who don't really care? Only thing you care about is the benefits. Only thing you care about is receiving that paycheck and you don't care about the hearts of the people. Whoo. Mm, 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 mm. Mm, hypocritical, hypocritical, but God has called you to a high calling to serve him, to serve him. That's just like somebody 500 pounds trying to tell somebody how to lose weight, being very hypocritical. God has called you to the highest position, to the highest office. He called you to pray. He called you, he called you to, 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 to pray for souls and you can't even do that because you're so concerned about 
the world, the things of the world, going to the P. Diddy concert or, or going to see Fantasia or going to see all these people, but you're not even caring about your own soul. You don't even care about your mother's soul. You don't even really care about your children's soul. You're not even praying. You think that prayer is some type of religious thing to do when you don't know that prayer is your lifeline. You think it's okay to be a hypocrite. You think it's okay to sleep with men and then get up preaching about not, you don't supposed to sleep with men. You think it's okay to have abortions, then preach against it. We cannot be found being hypocrites in this, in this last hour. We cannot be found being a hypocrite. If we're going to really live for Jesus, we have to really walk in obedience. We have to really walk in obedience because we begin to make a mock. We begin to make a mockery out of the things of God. And that's why a lot of people think it's okay to just serve God any old kind of way because uh, we supposed to be his representatives uh, and we're getting abortions uh, and we're found in fornication uh, and we're found having threesomes and foursomes uh, and all type of things going on. Uh, we think it's okay to begin to preach and teach this gospel, but we're found over here hiding behind a tree doing all type of sins, playing in witchcraft, thinking it's okay. To use the terror cords, thinking it's okay to talk to the dead and be a necromancer. We're thinking that it's okay to be deceived and to be deceiving others. We think that it's okay. When God said that if you serve me, you have to serve me with all your heart, your mind and soul, that God is a jealous God. And we think that God is not a jealous God. We think that it's okay that we could play with the devil and then begin to, to walk with Christ. How dare us? And yeah, I said us because this is a wake up call for me as well. And I said today, I woke up and I went to work and, and I put on jeans. I'm thinking it's Friday. Well, it's Friday. So I put on some jeans. I'm like, okay, I'm going to just wear these little jeans. Went to work and my boss sent me home. And I'm like, oh, when I'm going, she was like, you got to go home. I said, what I got to go home for? Then she was like, because you have on jeans. And I said, oh, well, I thought we could wear jeans on Friday. She was like, no, you could only wear jeans on payday. So I said, okay. So I went home, didn't argue with her, didn't get, in, get no attitude, didn't walk in the flesh or none of that type of stuff. So I'm on my way home, I said, Lord, what, what, what will you have me to do today? And he said, examine your life. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. This is the call for you to examine yourself and to draw nigh to me as I draw nigh to you. This this is the day where, where you hear my voice to, 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 to come serve me with your whole heart. Because I'm tired of you doing it your way. I'm tired of you suffering. I'm tired of you not making ends meet because you want to walk in disobedience or you want to be rebellious or you don't even really care about my voice or what it is that I want for you. And I said, well, God, I'm yours. I'm yours, Lord. And if I'm yours, then I'm going to walk in obedience because I am here to serve you. I'm not here to serve my own agenda. Yes, I wanted to do X, Y, and Z, but those doors closed because God didn't want me. He didn't create me to do X, Y, and Z. He created me for his purpose. So now as I'm maturing into my spirituality, into my spiritual life, I'm like, wow, 
I really can't pick and choose what I want to do in this world. I have to go with the flow. And the flow is whatever God put in my destiny or in my path to do, I have to do it. It's not about getting the glory for yourself. It's about glorifying him. The one who laid down his life to save a dying world. To save a dying world. So I said, okay, Lord. So what do you have me to do? What what you want me to do? Be serious in prayer. Be serious. Be serious. I, I, I want to reveal myself to you in prayer. I want to reveal myself to you. I want to I wanna begin to walk with you and talk with you and commune with you. And a lot of people, a lot of times, we don't make time to commune with God. We don't even recognize his voice. We don't even recognize his presence. Because we are so caught up in being a hypocrite. We think that we can do whatever we want to do. We don't even we don't even seek God for for being on somebody's program or somebody invite us to speak at their church. We don't seek God. We think that we could just jump on any opportunity. We think that we could take any job. We think that we could eat any old type of thing. We think that we could wear any old type of clothes. We don't even consult God for anything. And he is the one, he is a friend who stick closer than a brother, but we'll call our girlfriend and be like, girl, what you think about this job? Girl, what you think about this dude? Girl, what you think about this hairstyle or this hair color? Girl, what you think? And they'll tell us, but we never consult God. We never see God's face for anything. In this hour, God is calling us to become hot. To become hot. He said being cold. Just won't do. Do we even pray. About our our flaws to God. Do we even say God I'm dealing with fornication. And I need help. How many of us really talk to God. I mean I know I do. I mean I, I, I had a problem with fornication. And. I began to seek the face of God and I'm delivered. And it and I mean it, it didn't happen instantly, but I continued to pray, continued to pray, continued to cry out to God, and He delivered me. So I want you ladies to remember, don't be a hypocrite. If you need help, God is our help. So I love y'all and remember, have a blessed day in Jesus' name. And I love you. Bye.